Hey there, this is Julie from Blended Life. Thank you for taking the time to download this episode of our podcast. I hope you find value in it. The truth is though, sometimes you need more than a podcast can offer to get unstuck and find peace in your blended family life. The struggle is real. So this is a personal journey I've been on for years, seeking peace in circumstances and with people I can't control. Becoming Heard was born out of this quest. As a certified life and health coach, I am passionate about helping others just like you and me free themselves from chronic upset and chronic crisis mode. Right now, I'm offering Blended Life listeners a one-on-one free breakthrough session with me. This call will give you clarity to see if coaching is right for you. Take advantage of this opportunity now by emailing me at becomingheardnow at gmail.com. I can't wait to connect with you. Hey everyone, I am Eric. This is my wife, Julie. We are The Blended Life, and today is a special day. Today is June 4th. Yep. What day is that? June 4th. Gosh. (laughs) Now, today's our anniversary. Yay. Anniversary. We should have played like Happy Anniversary, like some stupid little song or something funny. To the Lone Ranger? Yeah, and clapped and sang and maybe danced to it. Oh, you can clap and sing. Yeah. Okay. So, we are excited to be sharing this special evening with you. It's the most exciting part of our day. It really is. It's probably the best part of our day. (laughs) Yeah. It's been an exhausting day. It's been a horrible week. Yeah. So. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yes, it has. I mean, really, it has, though. So we're excited. We're excited to spend (laughs) the night with you. (laughs) Please invite us over. (laughs) What's tonight's podcast on? (laughs) Did you read? No, I did. It's all about us, you said. Yeah. That's terrible. Was someone eating Oreos before this? Mm-hmm. Wow. So I'm going to say, uh, and I did like a little Instagram <laughs> video before this. You're yeah. just going to have to look at my blackness Yeah. my teeth. Okay. Yeah, I can't, I can't see anymore. Can't I got see it. Anymore. Okay. I wanted to eat the Oreos out of your teeth. We had Oreos for dessert. The anniversary so. <laughs> special. <laughs> Tonight wasn't like our like true anniversary celebration. We have... Are we going to have an anniversary celebration? I, I would I would <laughs> hope we do. Like... <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to have a fun romantic night or evening with you coming up here soon. Same. And it's hard. You guys understand that. Like, it's very hard when you have children in the house or blended children in the house because, you know, it's just, it's not the same type of boundaries and rules usually that you share in just a common children household, right? You know, it's like tonight we have my son here. You know, your kids are at their dad's house and it just, it may, it just, the dynamics change a lot. And I'm sure a lot of you understand that. So finding time to celebrate your marriage and connect with one another and just enjoy time with one another in your marriage. It, it's a lot. It, there's a lot of challenges there. Would you agree? Yeah. It's kind of like running through a minefield. Thank you guys. Heather so. and Brooke and Brooke. Say happy anniversary. Aww, Thank you, thanks, guys. guys. So if you guys have questions as we go, feel free to ask us about if there's something you want to know about our relationship or how we met or how we deal with issues. I don't know. Hey, if you, you have know any questions what? about our marriage, that's tonight's How awesome topic. is this? Heather, are you subscribed to us? If not, hit the, su- hit the subscribe button. <laughs> Let's see if this thing works. And someone subscribed to us at the very end of the last podcast, right yeah. after we turned it off. Mm-hmm. And... 
I heard it. I heard it go off, and I was like so excited, and we were already off air. So I apologize. Oh. <laughs> we're gonna see if Heather does it. So let's get started. We're we're started. Let's this get started again. Let's I'm, get gonna, started I'm gonna press again. the start button again. No. Yeah. Well, I thought it'd be fun to talk about our love story, and because I think that especially when you get married the second or third time. <laughs> I don't even laugh about that. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. Um, both you are. I'm watching um, for Heather's subscription to come through. But I think that, you know, it's not, it's different when you're courting with kids and you're getting in a relationship right. post-divorce versus, you know, high school love or college yeah. love no, or Brooke's summer asking, love. Brooke's asking us how we met. And th- I mean, so that's also like a very interesting thing. Like it's uh, the least romantic story the, in the history yeah, of life. It was like, we just connected kind of over social media over like <laughs> we had met a long time prior and it just, and it took, it was, Do you, you want in like the real story? Uh, well, no, we've told it before. You're going to have to tell her to go watch a certain episode, Oh, but it started out, our relationship started out like this, a little tiny pebble, and it got pushed down a hill, and it just kept rolling <laughs> and rolling, and eventually winter came by, and it picked up some snow, and it kept rolling and getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and sure enough, years later, here we are. Yeah. Right? You know, our our meeting is a small town so meeting, so... Heather's already subscribed to us. My sister has subscribed to us. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks, Thank you sis. all for subscribing, actually. That's actually awesome. But she said she doesn't think Colin is, so. Okay. Well, how we met. I said I told everyone we would answer every question. Yes. Okay. So, how we met. I just told that story. You didn't. We started out this big and kept rolling. Like you we were are. a sperm? Well, I, yeah, we at all started out as sperm at one point, point in time. So I'm so confused. We're rocks? I'm a rock. You're a rock. You're my rock. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, okay, we met our, you know... Your ex-wife was... <laughs> I don't love the story. It's Why? so like... It's just so not exciting or entertaining. Yes, tell it. I'm sorry. I'm just... I'm it's our story. Freaking, I'm sorry. Is. Like, our, our it's... Our story's it's, terrible to you. It's our story's horrible. Aaron Michaels just subscribed to us. Hi, Aaron. That's nice. Welcome. So... Let's they, see if it works, though. I want to see if it works, okay. Aaron. Sorry. I keep interrupting. I'm so excited about this to work. Yeah, people are like, don't give a shit. You're oh, the only sorry. one that cares right now. I care. In the history of life. Yeah. So okay. why didn't you tell how we met? No, because it's not exciting. I only tell the exciting stories in this relationship. He doesn't like our... Thanks, our... Mom. She says happy anniversary. Yeah. And thank you for the beautiful flowers today. Yeah. That thank you. That was really you. kind and thoughtful. I got flowers from your mom. Yes, you did. On our anniversary. Yes. I came home, and there's these beautiful bouquet of flowers on the countertop and it's like our wedding flowers like redone and it really is though and that was the point of it like yes and i'm like thanks honey like this i was so (laughs) lit up excited that my husband was so thoughtful and did this he's like it's from my mom the problem is my mom is so thoughtful that she already got you flowers i'm like and they bought you flowers last weekend too this doesn't like they're making me look bad but i know you do that yourself honey yes thanks you're the one that put the mirrors in the house Anyway, um, so, so you're gonna I tell the story or well, what? You keep interrupting me. <laughs> I don't know. You really don't want to tell it. But basically, basically, our families knew each other when we were married to our other spouses, 
And then our marriages fell apart around the same time ish. I think yours fell apart a little bit before me. Oh, it started falling out bar- part way before <laughs> you came so, along. Okay. So our marriages were falling apart at the same time. And um, I had never met you outside. Well, we had never even talked and you had messaged me on social media out of the blue looking for actually your ex-wife. You were trying to hunt her down and I had known her. And so basically we just started talking about our life and I just, you know, what shit shows our life was and how lost we were and heartbroken we were and we didn't know what we were going to do. And, you know, we were so, we, so that's how we kind of started talking. And then we were friends for a long time. Jessica Weed says, I blew my load on the wedding night. Or you mean night? Wedding night? Do you remember sex on our wedding night? <laughs> no, I forgot all about it. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you remember? Do you remember sex leading up to the wedding night? <laughs> No, because there wasn't any. <laughs> I mean, there was a long time prior, but then it was like, hey, we should go to marriage counseling. And then I'm st- you got Oreos all over your face, love. I'm just cleaning them off. I'm sorry. And then it was like. Stop. I, yeah, I'm starting to clean off me. the Oreos. But then it was like the first pastor who we thought was going to be the one to be like, you guys shouldn't do that. You know, like it's not a good thing before marriage. Are we talking blah, blah, about blah. sex still? Yes. Oh. And Oreos. Sex with Oreos. Our, neither pastor brought up sex, but we were yes, living the together. the second one did. Who? And he what? was, yes, our current I pastor. He said it would make it way more special. <laughs> I just turned he said, off listening he, at that point. Yes. But then it was like months prior to it. And I'm like, <laughs> I like, I felt like Ricky Bobby on our wedding night. Like I didn't know what to do with my hands. It was terrible. <laughs> so anyways yes you yes. were a virgin you were born again mo- my mom has her, mon- her monkey hands over her monkey ears right now yeah that's all right mom we never had sex so yeah we have no children together so literally <laughs> <laughs> we can't e- see yeah we're still virgins how come you have anal babies though we're trying to figure that out anal babies <laughs> Just kidding. um moving on all right so our wedding was pretty amazing. I posted pictures on social media and some in our stories. What was your favorite part of our wedding? Oh, gosh. Planning the whole thing. Really? I mean. You enjoyed it. Yeah, but watching but it. But our wedding watching, was all your vision. But watching it evolve was the neatest thing. So explain to people because gosh, most okay. people didn't come so, to our wedding. So our wedding, and actually a, not a lot, but a few of ours, like Aaron, my mom, Heather, like a bunch of our viewers right now actually came to our wedding. So when we got when we decided to plan our wedding, at first it was kind of like, what can we do to set ourselves apart and make our wedding special since Julie has had so many. Um, so we decided That's true. first we started looking eloped. at venues. I've done it all. Uh, yes, you have. Just saying. <laughs> we call Julie trisexual because she will try anything sexual. Um, <laughs> wait. Oh, no, we're talking about weddings. What? All right. She's tri-wedding. Not even She will try that. any kind of wedding. Um, <laughs> so she really has had every type of wedding. She has eloped. Not she a courthouse wedding yet. Oh, yet. <laughs> Uh, so we wanted to have a special wedding and we started looking at venues in our area and we live on the central coast of California 
And just like everything else, that is ridiculous in California. So is the pricing for wedding venues. I think the cheapest quote that we got for a wedding venue like eight grand. was the cheapest. Eight and it grand was, like, was the cheapest. Do we really want to get married there? Do we really want to get married to each other anymore? Everything was on an average of probably 12 to 20 grand, right? Yeah. For the size so, of wedding we knew we were going to have. Yeah, and it, was mm-hmm. just, and it just wasn't special. Everyone's done this. Everyone's had these weddings here. Some of them, multiple weddings. And so I just started racking my brain, like, what are we going to do? My dad says, happy anniversary to you guys. I got you flowers for you, too. <laughs> uh, so so I'm a videographer by trade for 25, 26 years. That's what I do. Yeah, when you were a sperm in your dad's sack, you had a camera. He's not even listening to you. I'm just saying. I'm still a sperm in my daddy's sack. Don't take that Gross. away from me. Um, so... We talked about it for a while, and there's an old historic theater here in town, like in in a, the next in our county in the next city over, um, that seats over 600 people, and they put on concerts there every so often, and it's super neat. Um, actually, if you go on our Blended Life um, Instagram right now, you'll be able to see some photos of it that you posted today, right? Um, I don't know. Did you? Yes, I did. What, can I ask how come you haven't done an anniversary post? I'm just I, curious. Have, hi, I'm your husband, Eric. Have you have you realized the day I've had today? I was just asking. I have had a day, you guys. Um, I, and actually a pretty life-changing day, a pretty life-altering day. But are you going to let me get through the story? <laughs> um, so we talked about doing a different wedding. We found that um, it's called the Fremont Theater in San Luis Obispo. Um, that we could rent the place out. They've never done it before. No one had ever had a wedding there. And it was, I started talking with them. Like, is it possible to have a wedding here? And they're like, yeah, I guess we've never well, done it before. Well, there had been weddings there before. I know of people. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe but not. I think well, they that, owned it. Right. Okay. Maybe okay. that's what it was. Um, so I said, okay, you guys rent it out and let people do events and stuff here. But what about, actually using the projector and bringing in a lighting crew and having the stage set up and like turning this actually into a vent. And they're kind of like, what the hell are you talking about? So long story short, six months prior to our wedding, I started filming an entire lead up. So we shot with all of our bridesmaids, our groomsmen, we shot, um, our, our wedding gifts to our parents, which were, we called them our wedding plots, um, but they're actually our burial plots that we bought. I think we talked about this in last week's episode or the week before, but we actually bought our burial plots um, for us as a gift, but we also bought them for our parents and um, had like a whole backstory to that. We picked out our cake, had a lot of humor. Um, (laughs) I DJed our whole wedding um what else i did like a special baptisms we did bat well that was the end of it we ba- we got baptized at the end surprised my parents with that maybe we post the picture of my dad <laughs> ugly crying you were supposed to post that baptism video on our the baptism YouTube. video is po- is posted it has been and it's actually the oh, first that's thing the first thing that's- yes but i need to post the video of the graveyard Yes. That's what it was. And I was thinking about okay. that today and we might have copywritten music in it so i was trying to figure out or the other day, I'm trying to figure out how to get around it. Or we might, maybe we just run it and get demonetized for it. Whatever, let's just run it like it is. So we're gonna we're gonna post that. Um, 
there was the garter toss and um, the bouquet toss was kind of a surprise for Julie. We gave her a fun song to dance to. Now, now, granted, Julie had no idea other than the stuff that she was involved with in filming. She had no idea a lot of stuff going on. So there's actually a scene in there, which we can post also. Maybe we just start posting all of our wedding video because it's, it's insane. It was so much fun. Um, but our entire garter toss video, she's sitting out on stage and I come out and like, she didn't know this at the time, but I had bought a second tux and had completely modified it to break away. (laughs) So I come out and genuine pony starts playing and I start giving her a lap dance on this cute little couch that we had up on stage. And all of a sudden when it, starts saying, I'm just a bachelor, the record scratches, and I rip off my clothes, and I'm wearing a Mario, a Mario costume under it, and then a Mario scene comes on that I had completely created in After Effects that had, and you can actually see some of the pictures on our Instagram about that, um, that had, like, our date, um, like, E plus J had, like, big... Um, hearts made out of like the coins, you know, um, very, very blocky, um, all Mario style. I mean, it was completely Mario I had built and, um, all my groomsmen came out in different Mario style costumes, you know, Luigi Bowser, the kids were Yoshi and toads. And it was, it was just, it was a ton of fun. And you had, you still to this day kind of can't grasp what even happened, right? No, I I remember sitting on stage and I had like no idea what was going on. Like I had no idea what was going on. I was and I it'd be fun to see. I still haven't I mean be fun to see video of all that put together. Um because it was so surreal. It yeah. was wild. So if you guys are interested in seeing that, uh, please comment below. Leave it in the comment section. Let us know what part of the wedding you want to see because there's there's just so much craziness. Um I think we'll I don't even know if we could put up our entire dance party. We had glow sticks. The glow sticks weren't even supposed to be for our dance party um, that I completely DJed. And it was like wild remixed, like just a ton of fun. But one of one of my camera guys who was a close friend of mine and shoots GIF um, went and grabbed. We had these huge glow sticks for when we left the theater at the very end. And he grabbed all the glow sticks and started <laughs> passing them out to people ahead of time. And I was like, no, those are for us when we leave. Not thinking. I hadn't like, like, oh, they'll last until then. But it actually, like, it just set off our dance party. Yeah. It we, was so Our wedding rad. became a rave. It turned into a, like, a, like an hour and a half rave. So throughout our dance party, which was just so much fun, Julie's like, I am dying. I'm so hot. You know, she loves to dance. And. And before, uh, you know, I was trying to coordinate this, like trying to turn this into like a two, two and a half hour movie. Yeah. And every picture of me is like, You're I'm drenched. just I mean, Yeah, me too. I can't even remember. Like it took me like two weeks to hydrate after this. But so like 45 minutes into this dance, you know, dance party, she's like, I am dying. I need to go out back and just get some air. I'm like, you cannot go out back. Like you promised that, like I made this longer for you all the while I had, I had, bought her her dream car that she's not like hey i want like a kia sorrenta or a honda <laughs> civic like that's my dream car she's like i want in my lifetime one of 678 bmw m coupes made with the s54 
that's like an absolute unicorn. Cars, literally 678 of these were made, and most of them don't exist anymore. Most of them are modified, trashed, were tracked, destroyed. So February, granted, this is February of 2018. We were getting married in June. I just happened to come across one on the other side of the country, ended up purchasing it, sight unseen. I was going to fly there and bring it home or fly there and have it brought home. And there was no way I was going to. Like, how am I going to? I'm like, hey, I'm headed to Wisconsin for the week, you know, or the weekend. I'll be back. You're like, do you have another family? You know, so I had, I really just had to trust the photos and the videos and everything that um, I had seen on the car and all the information I had gathered. It was a one owner car. It was full. It was perfect. It was everything you wanted. I mean, so out of these 678, there were only so many made in so many colors. The one you wanted, they only made 27 of, <laughs> which narrowed it down even more. So I ended up getting it, bought it in February, had it delivered in March, and hid it in my race trailer where my race car should have been. All the while, my parents allowed me to keep my race car in their garage where Julie never goes. And she, so there were times where she was two feet away from my trailer with her wedding gift in it and had just no idea that she was standing that close to it. So we took the car. We spent a lot of late nights when I, I, I the only time I really lied to you ever. I'm like, well, actually it wasn't a lie. And I remember this cause I'm like, it's not a lie. I told her I had to film for the wedding, which was not a lie. <laughs> I was out filming for the wedding, but we filmed this introduction of the car that got played at the very end of our wedding after she thought the wedding had ended the lights go down in this this movie, like this Fast and the Furious style five-minute movie starts playing, and it was the car. It was the big reveal of the car, and at the end of it, I get out of the car at the movie theater, um, say something to you, and basically throw myself the keys, catch them on stage, and hand them to you. And that was our, that was your, your big gift and our getaway vehicle, right? And you had no idea that was coming. She's just shaking her head. That would be no, Eric. <laughs> what is this? So anyways, um, our wedding was just <clears throat> nonstop. I'm like, how much, there's so much other a, stuff that we're missing too. It was a production and it, it was a production and I'm kind of like keeping it, I, it's hard to want to put it out there because you kind of want to keep it close to our sleeve for a business model. Yeah. But um, because it was so but unique you know what? and it Screw was so it. amazing. No one's going to go out there and copy this. Like, you can't copy this. This took me six months to create and mastermind and come yeah. up with a venue. And, like, honestly, one of our big dreams and doing this whole thing was that we want to create this interactive wedding now you can go and copy of a copy us but you better send us some royalties for it <laughs> but um the logistics behind it are just an absolute yeah it's it's a insanity. lot i mean you would have to be with a, a couple for like six months and you would need a couple that has hundreds of thousands of dollars to pay you for your time your labor the the inf just everything that goes along with it you know yeah I mean, but then you have like shooting, a like, you know, video, you have it forever. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's so insane. It's, so. it's a lot of, it's nuts. The other thing is, too, you also have to be able to completely convert and turn this into a theater-ready movie. I mean, 
I exported, I have like, uh, as much as this thing gives me problems, I have one of the nastiest computers like made. I literally built this like insanity computer kind of for our wedding so I could, so I could crush this film. And I had to export this film and it's literally, I mean, this thing can be played in 4K on a Hollywood movie projector, you know, film reel. And it took, what did it take, 32 hours for me to export this thing? And we're in, I mean, if you guys are computer people, like i9 Extreme, 18 core processor, 128 gigs of RAM. I mean, like the thing's just nutty. 2080 Ti, liquid cool, like insane. Um, so the the equipment to be able to produce something like this, I'm like, if you guys are able to do it, like go for it, right? Yeah. Um, so our wedding was just, uh, I think, going back to your question 20 minutes ago, I don't even remember. You asked I what my favorite remember. part of our wedding was. Oh. Um, it really, it was, it was watching everything unravel. I was seeing you walk down the aisle, sweetheart. Yeah. You were so beautiful. I was getting you to were that part. I was getting to that I part. Wasn't even so, in so your we got brain. married. So going back even Just further kidding. before that, we got married in a big church that looks like a castle. It was the coolest. It's the coolest church. I actually took a picture of it today. My picture or my camera streaming instagram so i can't show you but i took a picture of it today i was there um mm. and um it looked like a castle and for the longest time we thought it was just an old um catholic church and then come to find out we're christian um but to come to find out it's a presbyterian it was a first presbyterian church mm-hmm. and it was like whoa let's look into this and went and just all of our stars just kind of aligned um we bought the parking spots from the county for <laughs> for the day and all the the kids got to put like can't park here no parking signs over the meters and um Julie's family has a bus company and we brought the limo bus in and we shuttled the now the, the theater and the church are about 3 blocks away from one another so we had a big black tuxedo limo bus and I did all the graphics for the side that said Stoltz Forever, which was our hashtag, and put big gold lettering that said Stoltz Forever up the side, the marquee at the... Yeah, you guys can go look on Instagram if you're <laughs> so inclined and hashtag Stoltz Forever and see what S-T-O-L-Z comes up. S-T-O-L-Z Forever. Um, and our bus was there and... Um, so what was your favorite part of the wedding? I told you. It was Watching when we were walking the down the aisle. It was the best part. <laughs> it's just funny. It's like, I, it's, it's it's like, like the most cliche answer. Like, damn, she's good at this. Has she done this before? <laughs> You've done it before. Yeah, once. Not the only Actually, I didn't really walk down the aisle. I like walked out and it was super humid and hot. You didn't walk down the aisle this time either. I know. I got. A, yes, I got out of it again. Um, again. No, but it, I mean, it was so much fun. Then we get to, we shuttle everyone over to our venue and we turned the entire lobby. We rented, um, we rented chairs and high top tables and lounge couches and we made it look like a lounge, like you a know, lounge. before so when you, you but entered when, but into when you the got theater. off the bus, you walked a red carpet and then we had, mm-hmm. we had, um, a step banner with our hashtag, our date mm-hmm. and what else? It had three things on it. I haven't, I haven't. Um, anyways, it had, it was super cool. So everyone could walk the red carpet after they got dropped off, had their pictures taken by our photographers there, walked into like this lounge where we hired another DJ to spin like lounge music for us. 
and we worked with one of the best culinary chefs in our area, Debbie Dugan, who just came up with, well, we helped her come up with it, but her, her cooking and her culinary skills are just insane and came up with like, what were they? It was like heavy hors d'oeuvres that were going to be passed. So like cups of macaroni and cheese, like sliders, you know, things that were going to be hearty and fill people up, but we weren't having a sit down dinner. So we needed to have food that was, you could carry around. Sliders, macaroni and cup, yeah. cheese cups. And, and I mean, they were like, but they were like but fancy. There, yeah, they and were, there was like lots of chartreuse. What, what is it called? <laughs> Never mind. I'm going to try Did to say Did you say cooter? It. No, I didn't. <laughs> but there was like a table full of different, I mean, it was pretty we, cool. We had past food. We had, we um, had an them, open bar of just beer and wine. Yeah, because neither of us are heavy drinkers, but we're like, we can't have a dry wedding. I don't even like, think we ridiculous. could have had hard liquor there. Oh, we couldn't. We needed a different type of license. You're right. So it was only beer that. and wine. So we had beer and wine, but we were able to use Debbie's license, liquor license, in order to do that. Yeah. So that worked out great for us. And then we went and bought all of Costco's candy that we could find. And we did it step by step. We did it for like months. Yeah. We <laughs> and started we, hoarding, we, thi- hoarding things little stacked, by little. Yeah. I literally like, I, I got a box right there and on that box, it says Fremont on top of it. Yeah. And I had piles and like stashes of things that had to go different places on the day. Yeah. Um, but we filled up the, the candy bar, the candy bar with our own candy. Like, People got to just grab real candy, candy bars. Yeah. Like all, yeah. The theater. And so, yeah, it was fun. And we thought we were going to have stuff left over and that didn't happen. Did not. Um, and then we invited everyone into the auditorium or into the, um, theater once all that was done and our production started and it was just, you have bought a fog machine, which actually the pictures with the fog machine are really cool. I bought an industrial fog machine, but then I'm Mm -hmm. like, the fog machine isn't enough after spending a lot of time in there. So I went and hired... (laughs) This is why I'm broke. I went and hired the best lighting mm. like guy I could find anywhere. The guy's ridiculous. He does all the big concerts and we rented all of the major equipment. Um, we had huge. That was a last minute decision too. You were wrestling with that. Uh, yeah, because it was so much. You were it like, was do like, we really need that? Dude, I don't but know, but we did. Did we need it? Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was really good. So, um, that actually happened the week before we were like, all right, we're doing this. Like I'm just doing this. Yeah. And he's actually, he's like still a friend to today. I still talk to him every now and then like super cool guy. Um, but that was a lot of fun. And then, I mean, we have a, we have our whole film that we can, I mean, we've only watched it once. I haven't, he's not edited our film. I I have not taken all the footage from the day of and the actual film and put put it it all together because, Mm -hmm. I don't think you understand like what like what that entails. So being able to have the if time, if anyone could do it, you could. Oh, I know I can, but having it's <laughs> not going to. I will. I promise. Uh, I promise. So I'm going to start putting up some teaser clips for these people. They're wanting um, them. these people. It's my mom. Hi, mom. Yeah. She says baptism. So we also surprised, like we said a little while ago, we um we had a baptism at the very end of it that we went out and shot a special baptism of you and I. The kids were there, witnessed it, and then jumped in with us afterwards. And it was it's at a place called Big Falls out in the middle of like Lopez Canyon and just this beautiful swimming hole. Um takes us what, an hour to drive there about. 
you know, it's not too far away, but it's like get in the big trucks with 37s on them and we're, we're going off-roading for a little while. Um, and then you get to hike back a little while and we're hiking back all this camera gear. And uh, my good buddy Chris, who you see on here quite often, and, and Jeff and Caleb and all of them came out and shot it for us. And uh, Pastor Dave, Pastor, don't well, forget. no, Pastor Dave was out there. He was a trooper. He had never been out there before. He was yeah. he was new in our area, and it was an awesome way that we connected with him. And to yeah. this day, is our pastor, but also just their wonderful family friends. So that yeah. was that was a cool way of making connections. Yeah. So what think, was your favorite part? Well, I think that the what I took away from our wedding, because <clears throat> I'd been married before. <laughs> oh, have you? <laughs> what? Well, here's the deal. I figured, you know, third time around, especially me, I figured people would be pulling me or you aside and trying to be like, are you sure? Oh. Do you really want to do this? Like, I just thought the glass that- glass is always half empty. Well, I just, I didn't expect, I think what I took away from our wedding is that I have never felt more supported or loved on or cheered on. You know, I, I, the amount of people that showed up for us right? Um, and the amount of people that just loved on us and encouraged us and celebrated with us and. You know, I take it very seriously that people witnessed our vows and got to see our kids come up with us and and do their part in our wedding. Like, that's all very intimate to me. And so to share with that with so many people and have so many people be supportive of this. And I didn't have one person be like, question our union or give any pushback or give me a weird look like there was no weirdness, and I just think that that was... Until the wedding started. <laughs> but I just think that that was, you know, even the pastors who were doing our um, premarital counseling, I fully expected to be like, you, you, you know, right. like, you do know the divorce rate's pretty high. 72% like, actually in so second marriages. We just, we never got any of that, and I just felt, it made it feel so right and it made it feel so, and I think for me, because my first marriage, I eloped, and m- my ex-husband's parents refused to come. My father refused to come. Yeah. And, like, everyone was like, don't that's, do this. Yeah, that's tough. Do you know what I mean? And then my second marriage was too fast, and I got a lot of pushback for that. So, yeah, I mean, I had never had a marriage yet. <laughs> Uh, There's a lot going on on chat. They're having lots of fun. Anyway. Buddy, buddy said in all caps a little while ago, your wallet has left the chat <laughs> when we were talking about uh, the money of it. Aaron drove. Yeah. Aaron did. Thank you, Aaron. He drove 14 hours. He drove from Vegas, stayed our entire, like he got there early actually, um, hung out a little bit while we were setting up, while mm-hmm. you girls were getting ready at the theater, stayed our entire ceremony, stayed our entire reception and then drove back to Vegas and had to work the next morning. Aww. It was nuts. So thank you for showing up, Aaron. And uh yeah, uh what Heather said or Colin, I guess I'm guessing it's Heather, but Heather and Colin said most unique wedding reception I've ever seen. Um mm. Brooke wants to cruise your ride. <laughs> That's cool. Um sorry Instagram is forever. gone. Are they? Your battery's dead. Is it? Dang it. Sorry you guys. Maybe they're on here now. Um, but yeah, I think, so I think that was my favorite part of the wedding was just the 
feeling the love and being embraced and supported, you know, and, and that meant a lot to me. And it was a bummer because our limiting, <laughs> no, 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 not that. Like that was awesome. The limiting factor of the people that we could have come to our wedding. Cause we wanted to invite the world. We're like, we should invite everyone we know. Mm-hmm. And we tried to, but our limiting factor was the church that we got married in. And we had, people were standing we had at the so back. many people there that mm-hmm. people were actually standing and, that was just neat, you know? That's what I mean. Like, like I had never just been that supported in anything I've done and in we life. And we were thoughtful about the people that we invited. We didn't just like, ah, here, you want to come? You want to come? You want to come? You know? <laughs> Wedding yeah. invitations Wedding like invitations. dollar bills. No. Yeah, you know? And it was just neat to see that much support. So I mean, hopefully you guys have that in your your relationships and your blended families. Because support and family and family support, I mean, really what's greater than that, you know? Especially in a blended family, it's really hard when you have a parent or parents or family members, you know, close to you that aren't trusting or don't embrace your 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 choices. It just doesn't feel good. And I it impacts your life. So I think that when you're getting married, that's something to definitely look at and consider. Um because if you think some some things when you get married, you you overlook a lot like, oh, that's not going to bug me or, you know, I'll just I'll just put up with it. But 20 years of something gets fucking old, you know, <laughs> fucking old. I'm fucking old. I'm going to press the button now. There it goes. So I think that, you oh, know, I forgot to record this. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my gosh. So but OK, so enough about our wedding. Yeah. I have a question for you. Oh, no. I'm just going to ask you all kinds of questions. This big. Um, My arms are out as far as they because can go. Because I, I, know, I know at least one person, but so what advice do you have for, and this is blended families, okay? You put me on the spot with advice. Okay, keep going. <laughs> well, I mean, you were in the situation, so you, everyone knows, like, we were together five years before right. you proposed. Right. So- what advice do you have for women who are engaged, not engaged, we're trying to get engaged, but like women who are part of a blended family situation, living with somebody who has kids, mm-hmm. like basically our situation mm-hmm. or a, a version of it. Right. You know, what advice do you give those women who don't know, like don't feel like they feel they, like they're never going to get proposed to and well, married. Well, no, it just... Is it that sound, how you felt, honey? It just... Fe- no, like, <laughs> we're not talking about me. I'm just asking for advice that you would give from a man that took five years for whatever reason. Did it really take me five years? Yeah. No. I had planned... It. I had started planning this and coming up with this long time prior, but the problem is when you go through a divorce and it's not a great thing and you're not excited about it and you have a lot of hardships and struggles with it, Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of time to get over that. Yes. And your question. I'm just like, what would, what would you tell the woman who's trying to hang on, but feeling not valued? So, so first of all, realize you're with this person that you love. You want to marry them one day. Let them know that. You know, and which you did. You let me know that. Yeah. But let them know that. And okay, so we'll say check to this 
Because I'm thinking of a specific person who's going through this right now. Yeah. Let them know that. Mm -hmm. But also, don't be, don't be overbearing with that. Don't be like, when are we getting married? Let's get married. We got to get married. Come on, let's get married. You know, like really though, like it because it's okay. So here, here's the flip side of this. It's a lot like divorce. You don't have any say in it sometimes, just like getting engaged. You might not have any say in it. You might want something or not want something as much as you want, but it's really like it's coming down to the other person. So let them know this, but also be patient with them. Understand that you're with this person. This person's with you. Now, unless there's some weird funny business going on. Like, okay, on the so side, th- this man's not ever been married before. Okay. So maybe he's timid to it. Maybe he's just waiting on the right moment. Maybe he's unsure about it. Maybe he's uncertain. There's there's lots of variables and factors, you know, but have they had this conversation and been like, He's like, yeah, I don't know if I ever want to get married. Or is he like, yeah, I want to get married one day. If he's, if he's open to it, if he says, yeah, I would love to marry you one day. I want to get married one day. Understand, like, he wants to get married one day. He might just not have all of his ducks in a row. Now, when it comes to engagements, guys have so much pressure on them. Yes. I mean, really, no, though. I, it's, it, no, I love really, it. Really, it's though, so because... Good. because you women. That's right. You women. That's right. And I'm pointing at all of you. Preach. Watch so many Mm-mm. movies and Hallmark movies. That's right. Our expectations are sky high. That we have to go above and beyond. That's right. We and deserve pull it. strings. Mm-hmm. And that's right. It's it's a lot of freaking work. Yeah. And then I set the bar high for you guys. <laughs> we, we should put our engagement, engagement video, video up. up. Um, how was our engagement that I had, like, it was, it was the hard, like, because if you guys know Julie, like I know Julie, (laughs) nobody knows Julie like you. First of all, she likes diamonds more than I like cars. I know. I would really like diamond earrings and a diamond necklace. This is what I'm talking about. She likes diamonds more than I like cars. I do love diamonds. What's wrong with that? Um, but very specific but diamonds. I don't have a lot of diamonds. I it's know. not like I'm dripping you in diamonds. You like can't. A crazy I mean, bitch you over can here. sell that one and drip in them if you want. I'm just saying. But, but very specific. She's not like, oh yeah, go out and get me whatever you feel like, whatever you want to do. And I know you women understand this because yeah. I'm not like, no, go get me a car and I just want to drive whatever I feel like. Yeah, I'll just like, go get you whatever I feel like getting you. Yeah, that Hyundai Sonata yeah, that we're talking you're about. Sorry, a if you Subaru. Guys about. A Subaru. Yeah, I mean, you can make them cool, but they're kind of for teenagers. A Jeep? Unless you, yeah. Anyways, Rubicon. We're going to stop talking about cars because <laughs> you clearly have less taste in cars than I do in diamonds. Um, so she wanted very specific, but never really told me. I had to watch her Instagram stories and study her. I told, and- no, 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 no. I told the woman in the diamond shop specifics. Oh, but I went above and beyond those specifics. I promise you. I because said I wanted we, a two-carat okay. so round here, cut. I'm always going on freaking witch hunts for you. Uh, so I did. I go in there, and I'm talking Just with saying. her about it when it's finally time to buy her diamond. And she's like, I mean, yeah. you know." And I'm like, well, show me. <laughs> yeah. talk, let's talk about other stuff. And I we start talking about stuff, and I go, dude, that thing's ridiculous. But, like, do you have this? Like, can you get this for me? And on um, farts on fire. Isn't that what your diamond is? A farts on fire? 
Yeah. Hearts on fire. And she's like, yeah, but they're really hard to come by. So she starts making phone calls, calls the owner. He just happens to be at a huge diamond um, convention in Vegas, right by you, Aaron. And it meets with the rep from Hearts on Fire, ends up coming up with this diamond, brings it home with them. The rep comes from, like, the other side of the country to, like, meet with us. There, you didn't like, tell me the rep was there. I, I never knew that. What? You didn't know this? Why would My you not invite me? My parents know this me? story. Because we it's weren't engaged yet. It's the rep of Hearts on Fire, and but I like, could have met them. It was, like, it, so it was, like, totally cool. It was totally, like, a neat thing, you know, hung out for a while, and had them make you this custom band for it. But anyways, like I'm like, we're getting into this too deep. Yeah. People are like tuning out. No, this is ridiculous though. So I'm like, it's like you custom building me a car, you know, it's like, it had to be perfect. So then I get a hold of one. Uh, I'm like, I need to propose to her and deadlines are cracking down. And I just, this needs to happen. And I get a hold of, <laughs> a local hotel who I'm friends with the owner and basically say, can you pull strings for me? Can we make something happen where it's like a, it's the premier hotel. It's the dolphin Bay Inn here on central coast in shell beach, California. And they basically set me up on the edge of the cliff for a private dinner, like literally out on the bluffs overlooking the ocean Private dinner for two, and that's where you got proposed to. But I had Chris and his wife, Laura, um, who made the graduation signs that I showed off a couple weeks ago. They came out and did <laughs> like, like a full, they filmed it. Like a full surprise paparazzi photo shoot without you knowing they were there, video shoot without you knowing they were there. And then I was mic'd up the whole time, got this whole thing on film, and then we had like a video afterwards. That we can also play for you guys. I'll put that up also. So we're going to have like a wedding celebration on our Instagram channel or on our YouTube channel if you guys want to check that out. Um, so it's just like our, our whole lead up to us getting married was tons and tons of fun. Then we went to Hawaii for 10 days. I got to shoot volcanoes, you guys. I went out in a boat and shot volcanoes. It was when it was erupting in 2018, and that was so rad and got some of the raddest photos I've ever taken out there. was able to get a lot of Christmas presents out of them, <laughs> you know, giving away photos like this. Um, but it's just been so much fun. And then we came home, honeymoon was over, and then here we are. <laughs> She's smiling at the camera, you guys. Yeah. So back to the question. <laughs> Jessica Weed says... I lost my wedding ring, so I don't deserve jewelry. <laughs> what? <laughs> How did you lose your wedding ring? It's up the stripper's butt still. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's yeah. wild. I know. That's actually a huge fear of mine. Does this have insurance on it? She said she's opposite of you. She wants something useful. <laughs> I give her that, too. <laughs> I want it all. Yes, she does. I do. Yes. That's Anyways. fine. I would give it all. Yes, she does. So <laughs> my mom says beautiful. I'm pretty sure it was to that last comment. Oh, um, so, okay. But back to the question that sparked our engagement story, Yeah, you know, I mean, 
at what point do just, you feel like she, how long does she hang on as for? long as she wants to you love this person you're with this person hang on it's is it worth staying with them does a ring or vows or commitments and you'll argue this make a difference like yes. okay yeah so maybe it does, does but it also but does it lessen anything by not having that like is are you any less special to him is he any less special to you if he's not ready for that step yet is it worth well, it, kicking them to the curb? To your argument, like that step, if that step doesn't mean anything, then what's the big deal? I'm not saying it doesn't mean anything. If you he know straight up I tells mean? you it doesn't mean anything, like then maybe you re, reconsider if that. If it's but not earlier, any more special said, than it is now, then like what's no, the big deal? No, but earlier I said if he's interested in getting married and says you're the one for him and one day you guys are going to get married, well, you know, go with that. And sometimes you have to hang on a while. Other times it happens really quickly, you know, but is, how do you feel like it's okay for people? You know what? To I feel have... like if someone's not going to fight to stay with someone married or not, how are they going to fight in a marriage? Like what? Like, you know, I like, guess you have a commitment at that point, but if they're not worth fighting for before the commitment, what's going to make but them? You can more... make the argument for the man too. Yeah, like, you can for anyone. If you're, if you're the woman, you're, with wants to get married and she's been patient and has waited right. and has done all the things that you said, like not pressured them. <laughs> all the things I said? Yeah, like not not been nagging about it, you yeah. know, not give like ultimatums, not, you know, if if it's gone according to how you said and there's been a lot of time, you know, at what point does the man fight for the relationship by like – keeping her and giving her what she wants like that also is a form of fighting for a relationship it is so again you let's know, go like back to something we talk about go. every single week what do we talk about every single week your asshole no we don't we do Would not talk like we don't talk about you every week <laughs> um did you tell everyone how much your asshole hurts oh my gosh we got this new nordic <laughs> track bike like studio bike and <laughs> Road. He tells me today his asshole hurts. I'm like, it's you're riding it's it like wrong. It's the in-between. I'm like, dude, what are you doing to this bike? I'm at work. Dude. And he's like, my asshole hurts. My ass hurts. The seat's hard. You didn't say like this. <laughs> I couldn't Daddy, wait. Daddy, yeah. help me. I was going to say, I can't wait to get off, but that was <laughs> the wrong phrase for that. You might have. Um, You got off in but the you're, end. But you're, okay. I did, I eventually. Eventually. But you're a beast on that thing. I am. I saw your. I saw your stats. You rode for like forty-five minutes. Forty-eight. Like, sorry, forty-eight minutes, dude. How that's many miles? a lot. How many miles? I know, right? Some ridiculous amount of miles. Her, Let me tell you. Her, read us your stats because, and this is me bragging for her. This isn't her bragging for her. Um, I wrote here. You can just say what. So I can brag for you. Uh, she rode for forty-eight minutes and eight seconds. Distance almost fifteen miles. Um, it's kind of average slow. cadence. Yeah, your average cadence is kind of slow. I'm kind of bummed. But I was there. like I at 23. Cadence. But her effort score, you guys, her effort score, 444. Because of my my um, what's it called? Instructor? No, Vagina. not incline. Resistance was oh. like like 23. Oh. So it was slow because yeah. it was pushing more weight. I got spinning so spinning. freaking fast, and I kept upping my resistance. And I today, when I was when my ass was hurting, I kept upping my resistance, and I would get spinning so fast I couldn't spin any faster. I'm like, I'm spinning this foot so fast it's bringing this one up, and we mm -hmm. don't have our clipless pedals yet, so mm -hmm. it was like, you know, we had just had cages, and that's garbage. Um, so, anyways, 
if you guys have an order track or an iFit app and want to race or have fun, like we can play all day, but you don't want to take her on. That's a lie. It's not that awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, what is like, we've been together for longer than two years. We, this is our second anniversary, but been together for about seven years. Right. So what, like, what have you learned about? Oh my gosh. What? My son is saying, daddy. <laughs> Being funny. Oh. With all laughing marks. Because like, his butt hurts. You're, all you're butt so hurt. butt hurt. But like, what is some, what is some marriage advice that you've learned this time around being in a blended family? You know, like specific to like blended family marriage advice, you know, what is some stuff that you would tell other couples, you know, one thing that I can think of off the bat is that it is so important to present a united front to your kids, to the world no matter if you guys have a differences of opinions right. or outlooks on things, because um, that's going to happen. You guys have joined, you know, when you're joining a blended family, you guys are established two different families coming into one. What? <laughs> I'm I just can't, reading. Like, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm just reading chat tonight. Jessica says that's a real thing. I had to look at look at a picture of my husband's butthole after a triathlon. Not pretty. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you yeah. still have that photo? Okay, Eric's like, please send it to me. I'm going to put it <laughs> in my spank bank. Yeah, DM me. Um, um, yeah, so, but anyway, I think it's important that one thing that I've learned this time around and with a blended family is how important it is to present a united front um, because everyone's trying to test boundaries. Everyone's trying to figure out, you know, who's the nice parent, who's the mean parent, who can I get what from? And, um, and kids want to test if relationships Jared's are going to last. One of his friends the other night, I hear him talking on discord and, um, I'm like, we're going to have to ask, we're gonna have to ask Julie. I forget what it was about. Right. But what was it about? And he goes, Oh, that's no big deal. She says yes to everything. <laughs> He was talking about, I mean, it was something, you know, like silly, like if he could go somewhere, yeah. you know, like it might've been for a sleepover or something. It was something funny, but you know, yeah. he's like very confident in you. Like you, you know, you look out for him. You're like, eh, she'll say yes for me. My stepmom loves me. <laughs> Is yeah. that looking out for him? I don't know. <laughs> Just like, he's like, mom, could I go down to the corner and smoke crack with a homeless guy? <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. Go for it. No. Um, but I think that's a really important, important thing because I think kids really have to get schooled on respecting your marriage. Um, and I think that your family has to get schooled on respecting your marriage. You know, it is again, I think that when you're divorced and you have kids, you lean a lot on your parents. Um, again, you know, because it's really hard. And then when you get married, it's kind of having to cleave off that a little bit and making your spouse number one. And you know what I'm trying to yeah. say? Like, I, th I think it's just, it's, that's something that I've taken away from this. What about you? No, I think you've hit the nail on the head. <laughs> you have no advice. You've I learned no nothing. Advice. I've given so much advice tonight, you guys. I'm so sick of talking. I don't normally talk this much on this. I don't you normally just talk ran this down much. Our wedding. Yeah, and bragged about advice. you a ton. Um, a ton. <laughs> I don't normally talk this much on the podcast, so this is really getting uncomfortable for me. <laughs> no, but like one, like um, what can what can wives do? Yes, to make. A husband's life easier, better, fulfilled, 
Um, something that I feel wives can do. It's not even just wives. It's people in general, husband and wives. I think, um, respecting one another and being calm and patient and not reading into one another. I think taking the time to listen and be calm and have empathy with people, you know, your husband, your wife all day long throughout the day will change the tone of your relationship in your household. We have so we have such better days when we're getting along and we understand and we don't read into each other and buy into fake news. <laughs> you well, know, that's and that we that's a really good thing that I think we've had to learn blended family marriage is that you know, you're not the enemy. I'm not the enemy. We're not against each other. We're a team. And sometimes we talk because we have his and her kids or Jessica's and her taint. <laughs> his and her kids or his and her, you know, parents or whatever his you know, we come so separate and are trying to join together and lose our separateness, which is a learning curve and right. really hard to give up your individuality and give up your selfishness to rejoin together. Yeah. But it's hard because we often talk to each other like we're the enemy. Right. Like we have some agenda to hurt each other when it's not the case. And I think that's a really a good thing that married people, blended family or not, need to keep in their heads. Like, why am I assuming the worst of my spouse? Why am I treating my spouse like they're not my teammate. Right. You know, and that's something you always have to keep in the back of your mind. Like this is my teammate. And that's this hard. Is sometimes. Someone who should and probably does have your back more than anyone else and is there for you more than anyone else. And you need, to, it's hard to trust in that. It's hard, especially after being through divorce, it's really hard to trust. Like this person really has my best interest, you know, and let that guard down and really just, um, jump in, you know, head first. Like, here we go. Yeah. You know, um, and then, like I talked about at the very, very, very beginning, you know, also finding that time to spend with one another without the dynamics and the kids, you know, and also, you know, like Buddy's listening right now, you know, but he's like, can I just stay all weekend? Can I just stay with you? And trying to explain to him, like, um, we need to have adult time too. Like, not only is it our anniversary today, but we need to have time for you and I to connect, you know, like him and I get plenty of time to connect, but you and I need time for us to hang out and do stuff together, just like him and I do stuff together and understand that it's not, it's not him. It's not your kids that you don't want to be around. You always want to be around your kids. I always want to be around him, you know, but I also have my wife who I want to be around, who I want to spend quality one-on-one -on -one time with. And trying to get your kids to see that and understand that is really a hard, fine line to walk. And you just need to have conversations with them. It can't be like, you know, no, it's your mom. You know, go to your mom's house or go to your dad's house. Like, you know, just get out of here. You know, you sometimes you need to have those conversations. And him and I do. And I think he understands and gets it. Um, but it's it's finding time. You need to find time to be with your spouse and, and connect. The, and the thing is, it's like, Kids live with us for a mere short 18 years of their lives. And then they're going to go out into the world and live okay. their own life and have families and be married maybe, you know, and it's super, Once, 
<laughs> but it's important that you model a good, healthy marriage for your children. And they may not understand it and like it even because they feel like they're getting pushed aside. But the truth is, is that you are supposed to put your marriage first. Right. Even before your kids. Of course. And you have to live that out because you want that for them in their own marriage when they're married. Right. You know, when your kids get married, they are going to, they're going to feed off the example and live off the example that is set in your home. And so while they may, it's very, kids are very short sighted because they have no life experience yet. So they won't understand until they're older, but they will, it'll resonate with them and it'll stick with them. If you're modeling a healthy marriage that way, like making your marriage a priority, yes, even over your children sometimes, yeah. you know, yeah. um, and that is, that's a hard thing to swallow as a, especially in a blended family, because again, you're established with your kids before you get married. It wasn't marriage, then kids, it was kids, then marriage, and it's completely backwards. And I think kids aren't stupid. They know that they see that. Um, but that doesn't mean it's not important. That doesn't like absolve the importance of putting your marriage first, no matter if the chicken came before the egg or the egg came before the chicken. <laughs> marriage is still the institution that needs to be honored, respected, you know, regardless of that. Right. It's hard, though. I get it. Yeah. It's hard for kids. It's hard for married couples who but, yeah. don't want to spend time with each but other. But value your relationship. Value... <laughs> Value your, your relationship with your kids, but also value your relationship with your spouse. Like and protect it's, your it's, marriage. It, yeah. It's Sometimes, very, very I know, I you know, kids can break up marriages very easy in blended families. It's probably the number one cause of blended family divorces. Um, and so sometimes you have to protect your marriage from your kids. Right. I, honestly, you know, you have to put your kids in their place you have to demand respect for your spouse like not everyone has to like each other or love each other but you must respect each other my friend mike james who i'm like you've met him he was at our wedding literally just texted me and said happy anniversary to you and julie i don't know why i remembered it laugh out loud <laughs> like probably because it was the raddest wedding ever ever people he was there written in said him that and his wife were there yeah it was a lot of fun so anyways you guys um next week we hope you can join us again because that is not only not only today is our anniversary, but next week is our podcast anniversary. So it's actually. Is next, it? Yes, it is. I went back and I looked at when we did our first one and next week is going to be our first. Someone said we should have had swag to give away for one year. We might, you guys. I don't know about swag, but we have giveaways. Like shirts. Well, I'll give you my shirt. I mean, they all look the Ooh, same. Oh, take it off, baby. Doo, doo, doo. Um, so if you guys want you have some really cute nipples. free stuff. Wow, thanks. So do you. Um, I have never seen them. So if you guys <laughs> want some free stuff next week, join in Weird. to Blended Life. Follow us on Instagram. Have you looked at your vagina? Leave my, 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 my vagina. <laughs> doo, 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 doo. Um, anyways. <laughs> Leave a thumbs up if you guys like this. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe. I, you know what? I'm going to start. I'm, cue the music. Um, if you guys uh, remember what I was saying, please remind <laughs> me in the comments below because I have no idea what's being talked about anymore. Join us on Facebook, on Instagram. Connect with us on Twitter. Um, 
subscribe, yes. like, follow. Um, we would love podcast suggestions. Yeah, write into us, you guys. If you're struggling in your blended life or your blended family and yeah. you have suggestions, write into us. Yeah. So thank you guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks for spending our anniversary with us. Bye. <laughs> I was going to get you a drill cup. <laughs> <laughs>